Parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. The secret to catching prize-worthy fish? Fishing like a local. Jonas Knox here with Fishing Booker. The valuable knowledge of a local guide can turn a fishing trip of no bites into the best catch of the day. Go to fishingbooker.com to discover thousands of local fishing charters from all around the world and create your perfect angling adventure with their easy-to-use online booking system. Visit fishingbooker.com and book your trip today. Fishing Booker. Fishing trips made easy. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. Winter is coming. Heavy rain, sleet, snow, and ice. Are your tires up for the challenge? Tread confidently in winter's worst with a set of new tires from Tire Rack. They sell only the best, like the full line of Redestine tires. Go to TireRack.com slash sports. Tell them what you drive. Your tires will ship fast and free to you or one of over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Outkick the coverage with Clay Travis live every weekday morning from 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern, 3 to 6 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for Outkick the coverage at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every morning on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Couple of interesting outcomes last night. Lakers did what everybody expected, got up 3 1. We'll see whether or not that holds this time for the Denver Nuggets. And unexpected outcome Fitzmagic was uh, ablaze down in Jacksonville, where the Miami Dolphins won their first game by double digits for uh, the first time since 2017. Minshew Mania came up craps uh, at the table there. No big performance. Beard outdueled mustache. And one of the things that's most exciting as we roll into the weekend, I always like to do sort of a draft of games that you're most excited to watch. And uh, and and it's both Saturday and Sunday now. Because for me, with SEC football coming back, uh, it feels like things are getting back to normal in a big way in college football. For instance, I don't really consider until all of the SEC was going, and probably there's some Big Ten fans out there that'll say, hey, Clay, I respect the fact that you grew up an SEC fan. I thank you for fighting to get the Big Ten football back. But for me, it's not really college football season until your favorite team in college football plays their first game. And usually, that's always pretty much the opening weekend. But this year, it's such a staggered start to the season I grew up a University of Tennessee fan, and so until uh, I see Tennessee run through the T, and I don't even, are they even going to get to run? I don't even know the answer to that, Dub. Do you know? I haven't heard anything. I have no. Are the bands on the road? Like, will they? Will they? I will they even do like the open of the Tennessee running through the T? That's a great question. 
I, I have you I, like I haven't even thought about that till right now. But I, you know, for those of you out there who aren't familiar with uh, with the particular rivalries, like for instance, I know you're an Auburn guy, Dub, and they're not going to allow. Although that seems crazy to me, but they're not going to allow the eagle to land on the field. Is the, Did is you see the, that story? Are, are condors carriers of the virus? Well, I don't know. That's what I was like. Are people going to die from the COVID uh, that the uh, that the eagle is going to bring to to bear on the field? Seems strange to me. But I know there are bands. But I don't think are the bands traveling. I don't think the like usually for those of you out there who are big college football fans, for big programs, the bands go on the road with the team. At least a travel version of the band does. And so uh, you would be able to run through the T at the opening, for instance, of the University of Tennessee's football game uh, in Knoxville. And I'm assuming the band will be on the field for that, but I don't really know how it'll feel. Like, I mean, that's the opener anyway. For What Tennessee usually does is the band walks out, they form a T on the field, and the team comes running out through the T. It's incredible vision. One of the great things about college football is all the tradition and rivalry. And so when I wrote my second book, I got to run through the T with uh, the University of Tennessee for the Alabama game. Now, they lost to Alabama, but for people out there who spend their whole lives like wondering what would that experience be like, I got to write about it for part of my second book. And so my point is, until your team plays, you really won't feel in my mind that college football is back. And my team is Tennessee and the SEC is playing. So I'm pretty ecstatic about that. In fact, I'm helping to coach a little bit a flag football team that my 10-year-old is playing in, fourth grade. And those games are all on Saturday this fall. And I'm like, what in the world have I gotten myself into? I'm going to have to be checking my phone you know, sort of secretly, surreptitiously on the sideline to see what's going on with the games because we have a game that kicks off for our flag football league at 1 o'clock on Saturday. Easy solution there, Clay. Just get a big, uh, yeah. get a big play call menu like Andy Reid, and just hide your phone underneath that. Uh, I it, it would be funny if I like tailgated, right? If I brought my own uh, my own setup so I could be able to watch the flag football game and then also check and see what everybody else is doing. Uh, but one of the things that I like about college football and the NFL coming back is making a draft pick, right? We do this a lot on the show, and uh, Dub, I thought you and I, as we finish off hour two could make our two top picks for both the NFL and for college football, meaning you can only watch these two games in both college football and in the NFL. Which would you pick? Which would you be committed to? Partly this can be sometimes gambling influence because you're like, oh, I love this game. I'm putting down a bunch of money. I got to watch it. It can also be your favorite teams. You can only pick two in the NFL, and in college football to watch, all right? I will start with the NFL, Dub, all right? I will give you the two games that if I could only pick two, let's say that you got busy activities, you're not going to be able to sit around and watch the NFL all day, which two games are you most intrigued to watch in the NFL? And I'm taking, by the way, favorite teams out of the equation, right? Because I would watch the Titans. They would be my first pick. I'm a season ticket holder. I don't want to miss any of their games. But I understand that for most people out there, picking the Titans-Vikings as your number one draft pick for an NFL Sunday this weekend would be a disaster, right? So the games that I am most excited to watch in the NFL, I would say pretty straight. I'm not counting Monday, right? Because everybody wants to watch the Chiefs and the Ravens on Monday. 
I would say the game that I am most excited to watch is probably Cowboys-Seahawks. And that's because Russell Wilson right now is the MVP of the league. And I think it's hard not to want to watch what he's doing. I mean, uh, on was it Monday, there was a period there, Dub, where he had more touchdown passes than he did in, uh, than he did in completions, which is just flat-out unbelievable to even think about that somebody could be able to accomplish that. So that would be my number one overall pick in the NFL. I will turn to you. Your overall number one pick in the NFL would be what? Definitely intrigued by your pick, no doubt. I'm going to go maybe on a different route than most would. I'm looking at the Rams and Bills game. I'm really interested in that pick. one because the Rams are 2-0. and We know how hot they were a few years back when they made the Super Bowl run and everyone was calling Sean McVay boy genius. Well, no one talked about the Rams this offseason. Here they are, 2-0. and They've looked really good. They've beaten the Cowboys, and they beat they really beat up the Eagles last week. And the Bills, Josh Allen, he's leading the league in pass yards, believe it or not. And he's been playing awesome, running the ball, throwing the ball. So that's the game I think I'd pick out of the NFL. All right, so that's our NFL first-round picks, all right? Now let's go into college football. And again, what I'm saying for college football is you can't just pick your favorite team. Because I'm sure for you, you would watch that noon Eastern Auburn kick against Kentucky and if you drafted that as your number one overall college football pick, everybody would say, my God, you're insane, right? And I would watch an evening game on Saturday kicking off. I would watch Tennessee, as I was saying earlier, on the road against South Carolina because those are our two favorite teams. But when I look, and by the way, Kentucky-Auburn isn't even that bad of a game because there's so few teams in the AP Top 25 poll right now that it is actually a matchup of Top 25 teams and it kind of gives you a sense for how weak the AP Top 25 poll is. Louisville against Pittsburgh is a matchup of top 25 teams as well. Uh, and so, obviously, there is, uh, there's much to be desired there in terms of classifying that as a game that you have to see. But to me, I, I think I'm most intrigued, if I could only watch one, by what's going to happen with LSU and Mississippi State. I really do think Mike Leach's first game in the SEC – the fact that it's happening down on the bayou, uh, it's the CBS SEC kickoff game. It is, to me, a really intriguing game. The one that I'm also close to drafting, but I decided not to, was another one in the state of Mississippi, because Mississippi has probably the two most interesting coaches in college football anywhere in the country right now. I'm pretty intrigued to see what's going to happen with Florida going on the road against Ole Miss as well, uh, but... Uh, I would go, I believe, I could only watch one SEC game outside of the one that I'm most interested in watching. I would go with, uh, with I think, the Mississippi State fighting Mike Leach's on the road against national champion LSU. Remember all the stuff that LSU has lost. Mike Leach against uh, Coach O feels like it's almost a cartoon battle. Also, I can't wait to see these guys actually try to wear masks. I feel like many different under, uh, you know, like uh, many different college coaches are going to have all these different issues with the mask. I feel like Leach versus Coach O. I mean, you can't even understand what Coach O is saying normally. Can you imagine him wearing a headset with a mouth uh, with a with a mask on? I have. There's no way anybody's going to have any clue what's going on actually there. That's such Uh, a great point about Coach O. Yeah, I mean, it's crazy, right? I mean, there's no way he can call plays in. I'm looking at West Virginia, Oklahoma State because Oklahoma State. A lot of people have them preseason in their playoff, believe it or not. Yeah. Based, based off this, they look crazy. Awful. They looked Absolutely atrocious awful. against Tulsa. That total Tulsa, last, right? Yeah, it was Tulsa. That total last week was well over 60. 
And I saw a tweet that a better placed $45,000 on the over. I think it was 62 or 63. Well, the total ended up being, I think, 16 total points in that game. So yeah, that ain't we'll, good. We'll see if Mike Gundy and the boys can can turn it around on offense against uh, a, a decent West Virginia if, team. If you put down 50 grand on that game, do you think it would be more enjoyable to lose by like a field goal that's missed at the final minute or just never, ever have your bet be in the mix at all? I'm a firm believer in just getting it over with, ripping off just the band-aid, just yeah. knowing that this game is dead, your bet is dead midway through the second quarter. I'd much rather have that than you know be sitting at 62 points and the kicker doinks one off the upright to lose your, to lose your over. Yeah, uh, I, I know. Trust me, that feeling as well. Be sure to catch live editions of Outkick the Coverage with Clay Travis weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. And you know O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, o o o o who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly and by the way i was just at o'reilly not that long ago within the last month and guess what needed some help with the alternator had some questions with the batteries they helped me right away and did it right there in the parking lot the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. Job searching can be a lonely process. Endless searching, phone calls that go nowhere, applications that vanish. It's time for a better way to find a job. Express Employment Professionals is the local jobs expert you can trust, and they never charge a fee to help with your job search. Go to ExpressPros.com to find the office near you. Each year, tens of thousands of job seekers find work with help of Express Employment Professionals, and Express helps people find all kinds of jobs, from manual manufacturing to logistics to customer service to accounting and more getting an interview with express can be as easy as a phone call and with just one application with express employment professionals you're in the running for numerous opportunities in your community make your job search easier by letting the professionals at express be your talent agent to find you the right spot on a great team express employment professionals is your one connection for getting a job visit expresspros.com today 
Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Toyo tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended install near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation they'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site it doesn't get much easier than that go to tirerack.com sports to see their toyo test results tire ratings and consumer reviews and be sure to check out all the current special offers great tires and a great deal what more could you ask for that's tirerack.com sports tirerack.com the way tire buying should be Welcome in, Friday edition. I'll keep the coverage. Appreciate all of you hanging out with us. Hope you're ready for an exciting weekend of football. I know I am. I know John McClain is. He joins us now. He's at the Houston Chronicle. He has covered the NFL for a very long time. John, uh, I know you cover the NFL, but I also know you're a big Baylor fan. How excited are you to have college football back in addition to what uh, you've got rolling with the NFL? Well, Baylor's had five openers canceled going back to Ole Miss and the kickoff classic yes. in RG Stadium in Houston. Now they play Kansas. I'll believe it when I see it. <laughs> University of Houston just had another one canceled because of a COVID outbreak at North Texas uh, University. So I'll believe it. I've been watching these other games, but as far as Baylor, when they finally play Kansas, I'll believe it when I see it. All right, I want to start with you with the Houston Texans because obviously that is the team you know better than than any, and you know a lot of teams well. Uh, but the Texans are sitting at 0-2. DeAndre Hopkins has not been there. Will Fuller's uh, inability to stay healthy has continued to rear itself. What do you expect as the Texans get ready for a really challenging third week? Is this a must-win? Uh, what in the situation as the Texans currently stand would you say is uh, is your overall impression? In August, I predicted the Texans to start 0-3. They're exactly where I expected them to be. And then uh, then they play Minnesota here, Jacksonville here. So uh, it's not surprising to me at all. What is surprising is that the offense, which is working in three new players, receivers Brandon Cooks, receivers Randall Cobb, and running back David Johnson, who's also a big part of the receiving game, I thought it would be better quicker, and it's not. Defense is actually played, considering the defense has played Patrick Mahomes, and Lamar Jackson, they've given up four touchdown passes all inside the 10-yard line to two quarterbacks who had seven against them in two regular season games last year. So less was expected of the defense, so I'm not surprised. I think this one will be closer. I picked them to lose the first two by double digits. I picked them to lose this one by seven. So they're exactly where I thought they'd be. With that in mind, the second half of the season becomes a lot easier what have you seen in the AFC South, a division that I know you know really well? Do you believe that the Titans should be the favorite at this point in time? Is it their division to lose based on what you've seen? Or do you still have faith in the Jags, the Texans, or potentially uh, even uh, the uh, Colts, certainly, to make a run there? What do you see in the AFC South? 
play the Titans have struggled to win two games. I picked them to beat uh, the rest and win the division. They're two and zero, but it's uh, it's a uh, you know they can wobbly two and zero. Yeah, yes, and uh, barely beat Denver thanks to some bad clock management by Vic Fangio, and then barely beat Jacksonville. Jaguars are the big surprise. Doug Marone has control of personnel there for the first time, and he's gotten rid of players he didn't want. He wants players that are buying buying into what he's selling, and to me, they've been a huge surprise. We all thought they would be tanking for Trevor, and they're obviously not. The Colts uh, last week, Phillip Rivers didn't throw as much, didn't throw as many interceptions. The Colts beat the Vikings. Their defense has been really good considering they play Jacksonville and Minnesota, which is off to a terrible start. And the Texans are 0 2. So I would say Tennessee with a two game lead on the toughest competition, I would think the Titans should still be favored. What's going on in Minnesota? I mean, there are three teams that are 0 2 that, that made the playoffs last year. The Vikings are 0 2. Uh, we know that, uh, that the Texans are 0 2. And then you also look at uh, at the additional 0-2 team and start to run through and say, hey, I don't really know what's going on with all of these 0-2 teams and trying to make sense of them. And one of the things that I would point to is, obviously, with the Texans and the Vikings, you have traded away your talent at wide receiver with Diggs and DeAndre Hopkins gone. But the 0-2 for the Eagles may be even more disappointing. Those three teams, playoff teams, which one has a better chance to make the season turn around? Do you think that all three are in trouble? I don't think they're in trouble because I've learned in 44 years of covering the NFL, you can't base anything on two games. Titans were two and four last year, and they made the AFC championship game. Baltimore was four and five. Two years ago, everybody wanted John Harbaugh fired. Now he's playing the best, maybe the best team in the league and he got a big extension remember two years ago when the Colts were like 1-5, and 1-6 and six, had to win in Nashville to make the playoffs and then beat the Texans in a playoff game so it's not what you do in September and October but November and December that is a tried and true formula but of those three teams Philadelphia has a lot of injuries uh, Minnesota and Houston can't blame injuries it's just the Eagles do Carson Wentz has not played well They've started 0-2. A lot of people picked them to win the NFC East. I did not. I picked Dallas to win the NFC East. Now they've got Joe Burrow and the and the Bengals coming to Lincoln Financial Field. If they were somehow to lose to a team that was the worst in the NFL with a rookie quarterback, the fans may tear down the stadium. But I fully expect them to bounce back and be 1-2. and two. But of all those 0-2 teams out there, I think the Vikings, Texans, and Eagles have the best chance to bounce back. We're talking to John McClain. You can follow him, read him uh, at the Houston Chronicle. As you just said, he's been covering the NFL for 44 years. I don't think we've talked to you since the NFL season started. What has your experience been like covering the NFL, and how would you compare it to every other season you've covered the NFL? How strange does it feel to you? It's the highest scoring uh, first two games in NFL history, and also they've 
really dial back on the penalties, especially holding calls. I think that's good. That's one reason they do have so many points. And also, the injuries, the breakout of injuries, especially season-ending injuries, has been catastrophic already, especially for a team like the 49ers. One and one, trying to get back to the Super Bowl. I didn't pick them to make the playoffs, because usually teams that lose the Super Bowl have a bad hangover play. But you go back to the lockout 2011, when the players couldn't communicate with their team until right before uh, the season when they had a short training camp. There were documented a lot of injuries that season, and I would imagine there's going to be a lot of injuries this season since players basically were working out on their own. You, uh, like I said, have covered the league for a long time. You ever see anything like the Tyrod Taylor story where he's getting a pain-killing injection effectively before the game? has a complication, loses his uh, loses his ability to play, loses his starting job for at least a couple of weeks. What are people around the league saying about this story? Uh, well, I know people have said that happens. I've never heard it happening. And yeah. never heard it happening before a game where a quarterback had to be rushed to the hospital and then a backup, a rookie, despite a high first-round pick, who didn't have time to think of it, went out, played very well, took the defending Super Bowl champions to overtime. Now, Justin Herbert, knowing he's the starter this week, he's got a lot of time to think about it. If he plays well in this game, and I would think that there's a chance that he will based on what we saw. He plays one of the worst teams in the league in Carolina. That Tyrod Taylor won't get that job back. I know Anthony Lynn keeps saying he's the starter, but Taylor's a great guy, team guy, great. He could be a coach when his career's over. But the faster they go to Justin Herbert, the better off they're going to be. And hopefully it's not a serious thing that keeps somebody out a long time. But I've, every time I think about players getting shots in their knees and their ribs, it makes me wince. And when I think they punctured his lung, ew, that gives me the yeah. EBG. Yeah, no doubt. We're talking to John McClain of Houston Chronicle. Who would you say is winning the Brady and Belichick divorce so far? Oh. Uh, obviously, the, the Bucks are one and one. The Patriots are one and one. How would you assess it? Well, first of all, less was expected of the Patriots. They beat Miami. That's no big deal at home. What they did in losing to Seattle, going down to the last play on the one, that was more impressive to me. Withstanding five touchdown passes by Russell Wilson and almost having a chance to win on the last play, that was impressive. Tampa struggled to uh, in a loss at the, at the Superdome, which at the time I was impressed with the Saints, but after watching them against the uh, – in, uh, in, in their loss at Las Vegas – that made me less confident in the Saints, who are my preseason Super Bowl team, over Baltimore. But the Buccaneers, they lose at New Orleans, and then they come back and they struggle to win the second game. And so I think they're a ways away from being totally in sync with so many new players. They've had injuries to their receivers, Mike. Evans and Chris Godwin, and that's got to affect Brady. It's pretty obvious Gronkowski is nowhere near physically the way he was before he retired last season. So I would imagine 
They're going to be a better team over the second half of the season than they are early in the season. So I would say Belichick has been more impressive than Brady, maybe Clay, because we just didn't expect as much from the Patriots. Not just because they lost Brady. They lost players in free agency. They lost players in the opt-out. And uh, I don't think there was a team out there that lost more than they did. Now they go to Denver where the Broncos don't have Drew Locke and they should win the second game in a row yeah what is going on by the way as you you've covered John Elway for a long time there seemed to be a lot of optimism about Drew Locke he made some throws didn't get helped out very much by Jerry Judy in the opening Monday night football game against the Titans then gets injured based on the conversations you have with people do you think that the Broncos are really convinced they've got something in Drew Locke Yes, they do. Now they've lost Cortland Sutton, their best receiver for the season. But, yes, they love Locke based on what he did over the last second half of last season. And uh, they were smart, didn't start him right away. Then when he played, he, he, he did well. So, yeah, they believe they do not need a quarterback. Team that does need a quarterback, potentially, uh, as we kind of run forward, could be the Jets, right? Everybody was kind of excited about Sam Darnold. I think it's fair to say that the Jets have probably been the worst team in the NFL so far through two weeks. What are you hearing about New York, Adam Gase, and uh, what the future of Sam Darnold and the Jets might be? I believe that Sam Darnold, I watched him as a rookie play really well, show a lot of hope. I don't think Darnold is the problem. I think they've lost players. They've traded players. They've stockpiled draft choices. People around the NFL think Joe Douglas knows what he's doing based on him being one of the most highly respected personnel guys in the NFL for so long who turned down uh, uh, chances to be a general manager till he got the right job. Now, I don't think unless they make some miraculous turnaround, Adam Gase will be there for a third year. So a new coach is going to come in with a, with a quarterback, Sam Darnold, and a lot of high draft choices over the next couple of years. And you'd think it would be a good situation, but they've got to get the right guy. We're talking to John McClain, Houston Chronicle. I know that there is a big rivalry between the cities of Houston and Dallas. Uh, If you don't live in Texas, you can probably give us a little bit of color on that rivalry. Uh, The Texans 0-2. The Cowboys narrowly avoided being 0-2. What are you hearing about what's going on down in uh, Dallas? Well, first of all, the rivalry is very one-sided. Cowboy fans up in North Texas don't even – acknowledge that if there is a Houston and yeah. except sometime in baseball season. But and the reason is the Cowboys have been so successful through the decades and, and the Oilers and the Texans have not. Now the Oilers won the first two AFL championships, so that's the last time Houston had a pro football team win a championship. So the people in Dallas, they know they were lucky to win that game. Not lucky because of great comeback ignited by Dak Prescott with four hundred fifty yards and three touchdowns rushing, but that the that the hands team on the Falcons became the no brains team and made yeah, one of the biggest crazy. team blunders I've ever seen. So they know they're fortunate to be one and one and now they gotta take on Russell Wilson on the road. That is gonna be a that is a rough start for the Cowboys and they should breathe a huge sigh of relief. And I actually feel bad for Dan Quinn because Dan's a good guy. Everybody likes him to lose a game like that. Falcons are averaging thirty two points a game, so you think ah they're gonna be two and zero or one and one, but they're zero and two because they're giving up thirty nine points a game. 
there aren't very many matchups of 2-0 and versus 2-0 and teams. One of them is going to be on Monday night, and everybody's going to be watching Chiefs-Ravens, but that's still a weekend away from actually taking place. One that may be a little bit under the radar is the Rams going up against the Bills. Both those teams undefeated. The Rams uh, obviously went on the, all the way to the East Coast. I think they've stayed on the East Coast kind of to get ready. Nearly a toss-up style game. Who would you make as the favorite? What do you expect to see with the Rams going on the road again on the East Coast against the Bills? Rams are much more impressive to uh, beat Dallas, beat Philadelphia, the two teams from the NFC East. Now they're going over to the AFC East. They're playing at... Uh, in Buffalo, the Bills are favored as they should be. The Bills haven't beaten anybody. They've beaten uh, the Jets and Dolphins. And so here they are. Josh Allen is off to a great start as a passer and a runner. He's been very impressive. But if they, if the Bills beat the Rams as they should be to start three and oh, then I think they get a little more respect. Right now, based on the competition, people shouldn't get overly excited about the Bills. I would still take the Patriots based on what I've seen as the favorite in the AFC East. I believe you – I want to circle back around to a question. We're talking to John McClain, Houston Chronicle. He's been covering the NFL for 44 years. You talked about kind of the big picture of the NFL. What about the nitty-gritty of your job? Have you ever seen anything like the way that the NFL experience is for a media member this year compared to any years in the past? No, there's never been anything to it. I haven't interviewed a play, player in person since after the Texans – Blew a 24-point lead at Kansas City in the divisional round of the playoffs. All the interviews are in Zoom, and they will be this season. Uh, I went to training camp for two weeks, got tested every day. That was great because there were no fans, and you could move anywhere where usually you're stuck in one spot. And now um, everything we do is on Zoom, and I, I don't like it, but it's the way of the world. When I came to the, when I went to Kansas City. You know, there weren't nearly as many people in the press box. Everybody was spaced out. And then when I came to NRG Stadium Sunday, they had a fantastic job. They had everybody six feet apart. They had partitions. They had a big thing of sanitizer at the at their desk. They constantly made announcements about wearing your mask, socially distancing, and using your sanitizer. Food was distributed to us by workers. We couldn't get it ourselves. And I thought they did a tremendous job. I think the NFL, Clay, overall, it had the time to look at the other sports and see what they were doing. And they spent millions per team to get the best that they could get. And it's worked. You know, college football doesn't have the resources to spend five or six million per team to make sure everybody gets tested every day like they do in the NFL. And it certainly showed so far because of how few te- positive tests they've had. Yeah, I don't think there's any doubt about that. And we're talking to John McClain, Houston Chronicle. One of the big discussion points uh, of late on our show has been these NFL coaches are getting fined $100,000 for not wearing their mask correctly. Teams are getting fined $250,000. The players are not wearing masks. They're tackling each other on every play. They're shaking hands at the end of the game. Does it seem a little bit of a uh, un- unnecessary, especially when you consider some of the guys getting fined, Deshaun Payton, a John Gruden, have already had COVID, and so they aren't really protecting anybody from anything, in theory at least. Hopefully they wouldn't have that. Do you think the NFL might relax some of those max re- uh, mask requirements, or do you think this is something that will exist the whole season regardless? 
This was explained by the NFL's medical expert yesterday. It was negotiated with the union, the protocols that are in place, and he talked about uh, the possibility of false positives, false negatives are still out there. So he said people are required to wear them because that was the protocols agreed on by the league and the Players Association. And the owners could change it if they wanted to. Maybe some of them have been fined 250000 will Might do consider it. it. Yeah. Yeah. It was, I saw one recommendation that instead of fining them $100,000, give them a 15-yard penalty and you'll never see them without a mask again. And I feel I feel bad for the coaches because when, when as Bill O'Brien said, and he's worn one all the time, he said sometimes you, what you're saying gets muffled. And it yeah. could be when you're talking on the headset to people in the in the coach's booth. It could be when you're trying to make a point with an official or a player. I can imagine how bad it would be if their stadiums were sold out and you got to scream constantly to be heard. But it is very difficult and cumbersome for these coaches that the owners and players association could change it if they wanted to. Yeah, it's interesting because I don't know if you've been out in a restaurant yet, John, but you know when a waitress comes to you or a waiter comes to you with a mask on, uh, I talked about this over the weekend, uh, and I talked about it on my show. I took my kids out to Buffalo Wild Wings. They wanted to watch all the different NFL games going on, and they like to do that sometimes. So we were out Sunday, and you know, there's a lot of people watching the games. The sound's turned up. The kids are loud. And several different times, I couldn't hear what the waitress was saying, and so she had to pull down her mask and uh, and talk to me that way, right? Uh, that's obviously not that significant in the grand scheme of things because – you know, maybe they get the wrong wing flavor. Maybe they, you know, going back and forth, not being able to hear very well. But the ability to make a clear call when you're wearing a headset is a big deal. The ability to correct a player or talk to an official, it seems to me that the mask can very much be a hindrance in terms of being able to coach. So I understand the desire for protection, but when you're being tested every day and when the players themselves aren't covered, and they are tackling players, a part of me feels like it's a little bit ridiculous to have them in masks. And by the way, we put up a poll, and 40,000 people voted in my Twitter poll, and I'm not saying my audience is a perfect reflection of the American audience for sure, but 93% of my audience didn't think it made sense to require coaches to be in masks. Well, if the NFL thinks at this point, and they've done a great job that it, it – it reduces the chance of COVID-19, then I got no problem with it. And maybe some of these guys are better off wearing masks so they can't be heard based on some of the decisions <laughs> we've seen through the years with coaches. No doubt. Uh, John, I always appreciate the time. Any uh, television or movie tips you want to give us on the way out? Anything you've been watching lately that you like? Well, I haven't watched many movies, Clay, but I've been watching a lot of uh, British mysteries and one that I watched two weeks ago called Vanderwalk is one of the best character, best written, best acted. It takes place in Amsterdam. I love seeing shows shot in Europe where you get to see a lot of that city's Vanderwalk on, on uh, I think it's Oxygen Channel. I think it's now one of my all-time favorite shows. It's a police procedural, and uh, characters, the writing, the acting, and the scenery are outstanding. Outstanding stuff as always. I appreciate the time. John McClain will be reading and watching as always. Uh, thank you, my man. Clay, thank you very much, and stay safe. 
Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. And you know O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, o o o o who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly and by the way i was just at o'reilly not that long ago within the last month and guess what needed some help with the alternator had some questions with the batteries they helped me right away and did it right there in the parking lot the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. Job searching can be a lonely process. Endless searching, phone calls that go nowhere, applications that vanish. It's time for a better way to find a job. Express Employment Professionals is the local jobs expert you can trust, and they never charge a fee to help with your job search. Go to ExpressPros.com to find the office near you. Each year, tens of thousands of job seekers find work with help of Express Employment Professionals, and Express helps people find all kinds of jobs, from man manufacturing to logistics to customer service to accounting and more getting an interview with express can be as easy as a phone call and with just one application with express employment professionals you're in the running for numerous opportunities in your community make your job search easier by letting the professionals at express be your talent agent to find you the right spot on a great team express employment professionals is your one connection for getting a job visit expresspros.com today Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Bridgestone tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended and installer near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation they'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site it doesn't get much easier than that go to tirerackcom slash sports to see their bridgestone test results tire ratings and consumer reviews and be sure to check out all the current special offers great tires and a great deal what more could you ask for that's tirerackcom slash sports tirerackcom the way tire buying should be 
One of the challenges of sports has been talking about serious topics. And in general, I don't think sports lends itself to talking about serious topics because, frankly, most of the media that covers sports and most of the athletes that play sports are not really that sophisticated when it comes to talking about complicated issues, things that are other than who might win a game, right? And I think that's been really kind of exposed in the coronavirus era. One of the reasons why this show has grown so much is because we can talk about sports, but also we can talk about some of the impact of sports, particularly as it pertains to the virus. And that's why I'm so excited that, for instance, the Mountain West is going to be playing. The Pac-12 is going to be playing now. Uh, We talked with SEC Commissioner Greg Sankey earlier. I want to thank John McClain for hopping on. But one of the big challenges is talking about difficult topics in a smart and sophisticated way for large-scale audiences. And I thought Charles Barkley did a pretty good job talking about the idea of defunding the police and also talking about the Breonna Taylor case, which has gotten so much attention. This is from inside the NBA on Thursday night. I want to play both of these clips, and then I want to react to it a bit with you, and I may carry it over to the start of the third hour, the reaction as well. So here is Barkley talking about defunding the police and why he thinks it's stupid and why a lot of the details surrounding Breonna Taylor make it different than other cases that have received viral attention in the past several months. Listen. To really be careful, when we, you know, I hear these fools on TV talking about defund the police and things like that. We need police reform and prison reform and things like that. Because you know who ain't going to defund the cops? White neighborhoods and rich neighborhoods. So that notion they keep saying that, I'm like, wait a minute, we just gonna leave, who, who are black people supposed to call? Ghostbusters? When we have crime in our neighborhoods, we need police reform. But like I say, white people, especially rich white people, they're always gonna have cops. So we need to stop that defund or abolish the cops crap. Just bad the young lady lost her life. Uh, but, you know, we do have to take into account that her boyfriend did shoot at the cops and shot a cop. So, like I say, even though I'm really sorry she lost her life, I don't think that we can just say we can put this in the same situation with George Floyd and Ahmaud Aubrey. I just don't believe that. Okay, look, I agree with pretty much everything Charles Barkley said there. I want to start with defund the police. It's lunacy. No one is actually in favor of defunding the police of any substantial number. Whether you're white, black, Asian, or Hispanic, all of the polling on that issue, it doesn't add up for anyone. So defunding the police is an absolutely ludicrous argument. Barkley saying, who are we going to call the Ghostbusters, actually worked pretty well there as a line to bring home how ridiculous the idea of doing it is. The other thing is, I'm stunned by how many people don't know that Breonna Taylor's boyfriend fired the first shot and hit a police officer before they returned fire. That is why bringing charges and being able to get a conviction is so incredibly difficult. But I am blown away by how many people who think they are informed on this issue don't even know the most basic facts surrounding that particular incident. And maybe I shouldn't be stunned by how poorly informed people are, 
But the lawyer in me who always says what matters is the facts, the facts, the facts, assumed that many of the people who are the most outspoken in this case would have actually done their homework and known what they were talking about. But I think, sadly, what you are coming to realize and recognize is that common sense isn't that common and that it's rare. And that's why Charles Barkley is so good, oftentimes, at cutting through the noise and getting to the essence of the questions that matter. So I want to give Sir Charles a nod. Uh, Also give him a tip of the cap. I'll take my lawyer hat off for him. He did a pretty good job discussing both of those incidents. This is Outkick the Coverage with Clay Travis. need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Top Thrill 2 is like no other course. Two 420-foot vertical speedways, three launches. All right, let's talk strategy. Copy that, driver. Go for maximum acceleration off the start. Measure that. You've got a short straightaway to push from 0 to 74 on the first vertical speedway. And what about the rollback? Rollback will set you up for an explosive reverse climb 420 feet in the sky so you reach 0 Gs in total weightlessness. 420 feet of straight-up speed. Let's get it. Top Thrill 2, the world's tallest and fastest triple-launch Stratocoaster. Get your tickets at cedarpoint.com.